Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello, good to see you and welcome and thank you to anyone who has asked a question already. If you have a question, please ask it now in the chat and I will do my best to answer you. So please, 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 if you have a question, you can write it now in the chat. I will answer any questions you have about the English language, about grammar, spelling, anything you want to know, vocabulary, or maybe about life in the UK or culture, um, anything at all you want to know. Now is your time to ask. I already had some fantastic questions um, asked in the chat, but you are not too late. You can ask your questions now. So I will start with the first question, which is, what is the difference between certainly and undoubtedly? What is the difference between certainly and undoubtedly? Now, these are pretty similar words and they can be used in similar situations. We could almost consider them synonyms, which are when two different words have the same or very similar meaning. But I would say that there is a difference in the level of certainty. Certainty. So certainty is how sure we are of something. I'm not very certain means I don't know for a fact. I am certain means I know for a fact. So um, certain is sure, uncertain is not sure. And there are different levels. Now I find with words like this, the best way to help explain it is to show it in a sentence and then explain how the sentence feels a little bit differently depending on whether you use one word or the other. So the words are undoubtedly and certainly. Now let's look at this. The Beatles are certainly one of the most popular bands of the 20th century. The Beatles are certainly one of the most popular bands of the 20th century century. Um, hello Destiny, welcome to the stream um, and hello to all of you watching. Please, please, please ask your questions if you have any questions. So, the Beatles are certainly one of the most popular bands of the 20th century. Now I would say this, you're saying the way I see it, I am sure that is, this is true. So the Beatles are certainly one of the most popular bands of the 20th century. That is my understanding. I am sure that the Beatles are one of the most popular bands of the 20th century. Whereas if I say the Beatles are undoubtedly one of the most popular bands of the 20th century, I'm more talking about sort of everyone else's opinion as well. So if I say they are undoubtedly the most popular, that means I think so and pretty much everyone thinks so as well. So I would say they're very similar sentences. The Beatles are certainly one of the most popular bands of the 20th century. The Beatles are undoubtedly one of the most popular bands of the 20th century. But undoubtedly, to me, gives the sense that I can prove it more. Um, so everyone thinks so. There's been studies done on it. Uh, there's been proof uh, in articles, in magazines. They come number one all the time on lists of important people. Whereas certainly is more like saying, I am pretty sure based on my feeling. So on levels of certainty, certain is like, is pretty sure, undoubtedly is 
very, very, very sure there's not any doubt. So the word doubt obviously means, you know, that we can question it. If you say undoubtedly, it means you can't even question it. That's how sure it is. Um, very, very good. Uh, so undoubtedly, we use more when, with facts or generally held beliefs by the majority. So they are undoubtedly the most successful band. That means I know it. Most people know it, you know it, we all know it. Like, it's just a fact. Whereas certainly is used a little bit more, it's a little bit harder to back up and it's based a little bit more on opinion. So if I say something is certainly true, that means I'm pretty sure it's true. But if it's undoubtedly true, that means no one can question it. Everyone thinks so. Um, thank you, I've just seen some more questions come in. Please, 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 do ask your questions if you have any. Um, so thank you, Destiny, for another question. Hello, Odelgado, good to see you. Um, these questions can be about anything, so I look forward to seeing what you come up with. Thank you for your new question. Um, so let me just show you two more examples with certainly and undoubtedly. If I say London is certainly the best city in the UK for tourists, London is certainly based, uh, the best city in the UK for tourists, this is probably me saying, like, as far as I can see, I am sure that this is true. Whereas if I say London is undoubtedly the best city in the UK for tourists, that's people say, that's saying this is the generally held belief by everyone, not just me. Um, so I hope that makes sense. I hope you can feel the difference. Like I say, we call it, we say splitting hairs, um, that they can be used almost interchangeably, but undoubtedly is just that little bit more certain. So, my next question is, what does it was a flimsy position mean? What does it was a flimsy position mean? So, let's break it down, let's look at these words individually and then put them together to see what it means. Uh, so, flimsy means something that is easy to break, not very well made or not very sturdy, um, as flimsy, uh, if you buy like a flimsy toy, that means that it breaks really easily. Um, you can't play with it too much because it'll just break. Uh, so something that's flimsy is a bit weak, uh, not very strong, easy to break. Now, a position in this context is someone's point of view on a topic or a subject. So obviously position has many different meanings. Position can mean someone's place uh, in a room, but also you can talk about someone's position where you talk about what their view is. So my position on the death penalty is, that means I'm saying what my view of the death penalty is. My position on women's rights is that women and men should have equal rights, for example. Uh, so that's, that would be my position, that's my view, that's my, my point of view and how I want to argue. Um, so we usually you talk about position in terms of politicians. Um, so a politician's position on climate change. Is he someone who is going to do things to fight climate change or is he someone who doesn't believe in climate change, for example? What is his position on climate change? What is, uh, I don't know, what is uh, Joe Biden's position on climate change? From what I understand, his position on climate change is that he wants to, um, that he wants to, 
fight it, wants to combat it, and will put in steps to help. So if you say a flimsy position, you're saying that this point of view is weak and easy to break. And what that means is, if someone says, I believe that, um, you know, that uh, the coronavirus was created in a lab to, to destroy mankind by someone. And you go, well, I think that's a flimsy position. And what that means is, I think if I argue against you, your position won't make sense because it's easy to argue against. If I scrutinize it, it falls apart. So a flimsy object is an object that falls apart. A flimsy argument or a flimsy position is a position that falls apart if I investigate it too much. So if you say, I believe in mermaids, and you go, well, I think that's a flimsy position because there's no proof that there's ever been mermaids, no one's ever taken a photo, no one's ever seen one, the only people who talk about it are people who were drunk, whatever. So you can say it's a flimsy position to believe that because if I scrutinize it, then your argument falls apart. So we use flimsy position very much when we talk about, um, when we talk about politics and views. It was quite a flimsy position. Um, a flimsy excuse, that's a great example. A flimsy excuse, that means, you know, oh, sorry, I was late, the trains were late. Well, I just Googled it, and uh, I just Googled it, and your train wasn't late, so that was a bit of a flimsy excuse. Very good. Um, let's see if you have any more questions. Uh, please send your questions in the chat. I hope you have some more questions for me. I've just seen another question. Uh, do you know the song, <laughs> The Winner Takes It All by ABBA? I really love this song very much. Uh, the Winner Takes It All. What does it mean? Okay, let me write this. The Winner Takes It All. So, in the context of this song, I actually, <laughs> I need to look this up. That's terrible, I've heard this song so many times. Let me look at the lyrics, one second. The winner takes it all lyrics. So, it's obviously like a breakup. Um, and, the winner takes it all, the loser has to fall. It's similar as fame, why should I complain? I see, so she's, he's left, she's singing about a man who's left her for another woman. And so the idea of the song, The Winner Takes It All, is, well, he's won, he's left her, he's taken another woman, he's fine, and she feels terrible. So the winner takes it all, the loser's standing small. Uh, so she's left heartbroken with nothing, and he's got everything. So he's got everything, she's got nothing. The winner takes it all. It's sort of like if you were talking about gambling um, and whoever wins the game, they take all of the chips. And so when you go into a relationship, it's a gamble. Will it work, will it not? Well, he won and he took everything and she left the relationship with nothing except 
heartbreak and misery. So it's quite a sad song, actually. Um, the winner takes it all, the loser standing small. Let's look at the, um, the, some more of these lyrics. Uh, I don't want to talk about the things we've gone through. Though it's hurting me, now it's history. I played all my cards. Yeah, so the song is sort of talking about gambling. Um, they've sort of, they use the, um, the analogy of gambling. Uh, I don't want to talk about the things we've gone through. Though it's hurting me, now it's history. I played all my cards and that's what you've done too. Nothing more to say, no more ace to play. So they're using the analogy of gambling in a relationship, so like a card game, and the winner is the one who takes all the chips. So gambling, that's quite a good idea for, for a song, that's why it's a clever song. Um, <laughs> Destiny, so am I the loser of this song? Not at all, no. You can, you can be the winner, why not? Uh, very good. Um, Elfrida, I love the song Flowers, especially the text. Do you mean, the flower, do you mean Flowers by Miley Cyrus, the new one? Um, is that the song you're talking about? Because I'm happy to look at those lyrics as well. Any more questions? Let me know in the chat. Now is your time to ask. Uh, whilst I look at the song Flowers by Miley Cyrus and what it's about. Um, I think you mean the song by Miley Cyrus. Do you mean Flowers by Miley Cyrus? Let me know. Uh, let's... Let me know if it's Miley Cyrus that you mean. Um, so let's look at the lyrics of that song. I can buy myself flowers. Oh, this is quite a good song, actually, lyric-wise. Um, so... Oh, this is not... Yeah, I like these lyrics. So let's explain what these lyrics mean. I can buy myself flowers. Wrap my name in the sand, <laughs> talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. I can take myself dancing and I can hold my own hand. Uh, yeah, I can love me better than you can. It's a great song. Thank you, Elfrida, for the fantastic song recommendation. I can buy myself flowers. Uh, so basically, she's not in a relationship anymore and she's saying that he didn't love her as well as she loves herself. As she doesn't need him because she can love herself, um, which I think is great. Um, the idea is, you know, she doesn't need someone to love her if she loves herself, and she's not going to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't love her as much as she loves herself, which I think is an important message, actually. Uh, so I can buy myself flowers, I can write my own name in the sand, I don't need, I don't need someone to do that because I can do it for myself. Uh, talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. So she's saying, you're not even on my level. Um, I can take myself dancing and I can hold my own hand, that means I can help myself through life. Uh, yeah, I can love me better than you can. So very much saying, it's an empowering song, and that's a good word, a song that is empowering means it makes you feel strong. So The Winner Takes It All is a bit of a kind of sad song, a bit of a mournful song, that's also a good word. Mournful, where you regret the end of a relationship. Where you regret the end of it. Um, you know, the song's a bit mournful, you're saying she wishes it wasn't over, or she's sad that it's over, or she looks back on that relationship and feels sadness. 
Whereas Flowers by Miley Cyrus is empowering. And that's because when she listens to that song and when uh, she, well, when she writes that song, she is writing from the perspective of someone who is happy that a relationship is over uh, and she feels good about it because she doesn't need this person to feel good about themselves. So they're two kind of opposite approaches to the end of a relationship song. And of course a lot of songs are about relationships and love and regret. Um, very good. So I think that's the end of the stream today. So thank you all for watching. Unless anyone can get one last minute so question in, in the next 30 seconds. If you've got a question, you have to ask it now. Um, because I will leave and uh, go and have a nice Saturday. <laughs> um, yes, people like, uh, people like flowers. There's a lot of good responses to the song Flowers. Um, and Marianne, I Will Survive is also an empowering song. Excellent use of English. That's really, really good. Thank you so much. I Will Survive is also an empowering song. Absolutely. Um, I would say I Will Survive is like the classic sort of I'm happy that I'm not with you anymore song. So I Will Survive. She's singing. Um, yeah, at first I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. So she's saying, well, I used to think I couldn't live without you, but now I know that I don't need you and that I'm much better without you. So if you're ever <laughs> in a bad breakup, listen to some of those songs, Flowers, I Will Survive, maybe when it takes it all once or twice, but not too much because you don't want to feel too sad. So thank you all for watching. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed talking about songs. Maybe, maybe I should do a song Q&A. Let me know what you think about that, where it sounds like a lot of you want to know what lyrics mean in a song. So I'm more than happy to talk about songs and music, because obviously I like that. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for watching. Thank you, Boduke, for the tip. I really appreciate it. Uh, it makes streaming much better. So thank you so much, and uh, it keeps the platform going. And thank you to all of you for watching. <laughs> Marianne, make a Spotify empowering songs playlist. Oh, I've got a lot of empowering songs, because we need them sometimes. Uh, thank you. Have a great weekend, everyone. I look forward to seeing you all soon. Bye-bye.